0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new series, Life Sentence, premiering Wednesday, March 7th at 9, 8 central, only on The CW.
2: Who's the star? Lucy Hale. Who see Hale?
1: Exactly. You will Yeah.
3: They want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Hey. 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 I want to be famous.
2: Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And it's Thursday, so you know what that means. We're taking your calls.
1: I love the calls. Your
2: thoughts, your opinions, your dreams for so the future. Dreams.
1: I've noticed a new trend. Um, I listened to the calls this week, and the, the trend is first time, medium time. <laughs> Everyone's saying first time, medium time. Somehow everyone got the memo that like medium time is the thing to say now so
2: how many episodes are you when you are medium time
1: probably like two months
2: like two months listening i I would say two
1: to six i bet i think you're long time after six (laughs) i just made those numbers up on the fly but i think this is
2: it's like relationships it's like how long have you been in a relationship with us is it (laughs) short time medium time long time are you back from a break were we on a break
1: and yummy pops garjo is really taken off i'm sure you've noticed that too
2: I know and I'm almost like what is happening it like it's a truly evolving
1: I love it it's
2: it's a truly evolving thing um
1: before we get started I had some calls in the doc and Lindsay was like no take those calls out stop take those calls out (laughs) because (laughs) she made the decree that I begrudgingly agree with but I get the point but I still want to mention it we're done talking about when calls the heart we're done (laughs) She wrote in the thing. She was like, take these out. We don't care about When Calls the Heart anymore. And she said that after three episodes... Three to four episodes of talking about a thing, we can no longer talk about the thing.
2: I think we can talk about things after three episodes, but when it's a TV show on Hallmark starring Lori Laughlin, I just don't, I think we need oh, to just, oh. we talked about it once, people got the chance to call in and follow up on it, now we need to move on to greener pastures. There's so many things the to talk about. The talk was about. about
1: someone spotting Lori Laughlin in their soul cycle class. But now
2: you're going to make me feel bad that we didn't play this person's call because no, I we can just mention decided.
1: It. No, it's a true, no, I'm saying I like that, so we're, we're putting out... The decree right now just in the same way you can no longer call about BB Rexa. you can no <laughs> longer call about Lori Laughlin. unless or she's like unless it's truly heart. you know earth shattering Lori Laughlin news which I guarantee you is not gonna happen so I mean
2: I like when people become reoccurring figures in the who weekly you know narrative but what I'm saying is like the very specific show when calls the heart like we did We're it gone. we did it we know it we're done with it. I'm not watching it. Like we're we're done with it. So we need to find the new. Yeah, because as you new? all know,
1: uh we at Who Weekly are great at letting things go.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's just funny because it's like there are just certain topics that we'll get calls about for weeks and weeks. Like Nick Lachey.
1: Apparently, yeah. you guys really want to talk about Nick Cliche. Yeah. And I gotta say, even though we're saying this, I know we listen to the calls. We know you're gonna keep calling and say, like, <laughs> I know you're not gonna play this, but Lori Laughlin XYZ
2: <laughs> Which is fine because we'll listen to it anyways. Like we're not, you know, we're not gonna just be like
1: <laughs> My favorite My other favorite category of call is when <laughs> people call in and then you notice the same number called in thirty seconds later. It's like, hey, actually like I don't play that call, I might get fired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Or like, hey, when I said that, when I called, I said the name this way, not this way. It's this way. Like, what can I do? I'm not going to splice it in.
1: <laughs> I can't help can I you. Um, so uh, speaking of uh, calls we love, here's a call we love, people criticizing us and our decisions. Uh, <laughs> let's start with this call.
0: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, this is Kayla from New
4: York. I had to pause the episode because while we're workshopping some of the names of your weekly segments, um, as a copywriter, I've always felt that the most markless headline segment should actually be called Headlines That Missed the Mark. Just a thought. Take it or leave it. Good form, Bella Thorne. Random princess.
2: To be fair... To this caller before you try and drag her. <sighs> we have asked for help workshopping titles of segments yes, in the that's past, true. and we have another. So call it's about not, that. it's not out of the blue to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if you've revealed the winner of our US Weekly magazine game name yet. Mm-hmm. Um, should I do it? Yeah, do it now, just, and then like, I will go on it.
1: my little tirade. But give your little. We
2: pulled our Instagram as well as our Twitter audiences, which probably overlap, so it's probably not the most, you know, kind of respectable. Scientific. Yeah, let's, whatever. But please don't fall <laughs> in <bawling> about that. <laughs> I don't care. Um, and by a hair, the uh, Josh suggested last weekly took the gold.
1: Took the gold. So the game is last weekly, not this is us weekly. We liked both. Truly. Truly. Um, but last weekly one,
2: last weekly feels more like our own versus someone else's, uh, and the the le- you know, the the less I can say this is us moving forward,
1: the better I mm-hmm. think. Um, and now onto this caller. <laughs> uh, <laughs> excuse. excuse me. Excuse um, me. First of all, as a copywriter myself, um, <laughs> caller, you have to understand that just because a headline is good on its own doesn't mean it's good for a particular brand. Um so oh maybe that like maybe that sort of game title Miami would work ad on <laughs> I didn't go to Miami ad school, excuse you. I don't need Where'd that kind go? of debt. Oh yeah, UT. Okay. Texas Creative, U T, um okay. it doesn't work for the Who Weekly brand. As you know, as a listener of Who Weekly, I assume a longtime listener of Who Weekly, although you didn't disclose that information, we love puns and we love things that are, what are they? They are bad. Headlines that miss the mark is way too classy of a headline for the Who Weekly brand. Send that, okay. send that over to like a podcast on, I don't even know, I don't even know what podcast that would work on. Some, something with a little more integrity, I would say.
2: You know that part of Romy Michelle's high school reunion where they're all dragging her dress, and then that one woman with the short hair who works at Vogue Vogue. Association. Actually, I think they're quite interesting. That's me. That's me right now. I'm walking up to this like ranty one, and I'm like, Actually, I think the name that she thought of was quite good.
1: <laughs> it's quite interesting. Yes, but don't you agree that mark, most markless headline is way more Who Weekly than headlines that miss the mark? I mean,
2: meaning it's bad and thought of yes. in the moment? Yes. that's 90 yes. yes. percent of this podcast. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Someone the other day asked me for help with writing a podcast script, and I said, have you heard the podcast that I <laughs> currently produce? <laughs> I was like, hmm, let me help you with that.
1: <laughs> I feel like if that... If that were in a movie, someone asking you to discuss how to write a podcast script, it would be a shot of you like covering your mouth and looking at me and mouthing script.
2: Like, didn't know they involved. I didn't know podcasts involved
1: scripts. Like, didn't know. Do you mean the doc? Do you mean our uh, completely incomprehensible doc?
2: Do you mean screenshots of people's Instagrams in a Google Doc? <laughs> no? Okay, that's fine. Anyways, um now next you know the call. process. Let's, let's Lindsay,
1: I told Lindsay not to listen to this call because I it's short and funny and then we can move on to the next one. Here we go.
0: Anthony from Queer eye looks exactly like a gay John Mayer. I apologize for the other message. I felt like a grandma trying to learn her phone, but I don't know what to tell you. I'm in traffic and I'm distracted. Wait, she called back. She, to no, she called the calling. first time
1: talking about Anthony, and then that was the second one. But the second one was the best one. Um, so, um, I agree.
2: Yeah, but I also say I also I feel like um, get quote gay John Mayer is a misnomer because I think John Mayer is a full spectrum.
1: I feel like John Mayer is probably yeah probably pansexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's the gay John Mayer to the. You know, the default John Mayer is pansexual John Mayer. And then Anthony is gay John Mayer. So he skews gay, which I I see it.
2: Great. Amazing. Thanks. Glad we played this call.
1: <laughs> um,
3: next, Great. Next call. Love this call, too. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Jimmy calling. Um, for the Kaya Gerber and Presley Gerber story, you missed a very crucial, important part of this. So E! obviously had to update us about the entire situation, so they made an Instagram post. I think um, the post is now deleted because I couldn't find it, but essentially it was a picture of Kaya and Presley, and then there was a picture of the tattoo, and the caption was like, Presley just got a tattoo of Kaya's name. Is it creepy or cute or whatever? And uh, who, Haley Baldwin, the who that she is, Had to be very hooey and commented on the photo, and she was outraged. She commented, How dare you, E? How dare you make this out into something that's gross when it's not? I have tattoos of my siblings' names. How dare you do this? And so I guess that led E to delete their Instagram post. Um, Extremely important information, and I thought that you should know it. Yummy pops, Carjo. Bye.
2: Wait, Haley Baldwin came for E
1: News. Haley Baldwin. (laughs) Haley Baldwin was, as the caller said, outraged by E's suggestion that it was creepy for siblings to have their sibling's name tattooed on themselves.
2: I think um, the question, is it weird to have your sibling's name tattooed on you, is out of context with the Gerber siblings. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? I also don't think it's that creepy to have your sibling's name tattooed on you. Like, having family members' names tattooed on you it's not a huge i don't know i don't think that's a huge deal yeah. but what creeped me out is the the gerber siblings creep me out i'm just saying they creep me out
1: i i i, I agree with that yeah
2: like in that context they creep, they me, creep, out creep me out before the tattoo Haley baldwin what do you who do you have tattooed on you who's who like your dad steve that Stephen Maybe baldwin it's
1: ireland ireland
2: oh uh, that's not his sis that's on her sister it's
1: like uh, i guess they're not sisters <laughs> that's her cousin they're cousins <laughs> I don't know. The,
2: my favorite thing about Haley Baldwin is that
1: people still to this day think that she's Alec Baldwin's child. Yeah. I mean, but and, and she loves be, that. She right. loves that. That's what she lives for.
2: That could not be further
1: from the truth. <laughs> from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
2: know what I mean? Like, she's not even, um, who's the other Baldwin? What's his name? Rob Baldwin. Who, who's he? Who's the other Baldwin? There's
1: Stephen Baldwin. There's Daniel Bal- Baldwin. Daniel. Is Alec Baldwin. She,
2: she's not even Daniel Baldwin's daughter. <laughs> she's, she's Stephen Baldwin's daughter. <laughs> Let's just not forget, okay?
1: Come on. It's like if you're a Kennedy and you're like, oh, I'm a Kennedy kid. And it's like, but you're not Johns and you're not <laughs> no. Robert. You're no. Ted's. You're like, <laughs> oh, I'm Ted's kid.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's like, okay, I'm a Kirk daughter. It's like, oh, you're uh, Jemima's daughter? Oh, you're Lola? Oh, you're Dama? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your Domino's daughter. Yes, that's true. That's a very good comparison.
2: I'm just trying to think of other families where they're just like this very, like, this very clear stairway. Oh, it's like, it's like okay. oh,
1: I'm I'm the Hemsworth son. It's like, oh, you're Chris's son? No. You're Liam's son? Oh, you're other one's son? Other?
2: What's his name? Others? Wait, you're Heim. Which Heim sister's daughter are you?
1: Wait, you're Heim three's kid? Wait, you're other Baldwin? Wait, you're okay. other Wilson? <laughs> okay. okay we can move on now
0: hey can you guys please talk about how Barbara streisand who i know is a them cloned her dog to make two new dogs like i don't know if this is um a thing that only thems can afford to do but i feel like doing this is an incredibly hooey move and i feel like probably other celebrities are going to and besides all dogs of thems are who's anyway (coughs) All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Okay.
2: Here's my official opinion on Barbara Streisand's cloned dog, Sammy. <laughs> R.I.P. May she may she rest in peace. Cloning something? A dog now? Because what else can you really clone at this point, aside from, like, a dog or a cat? Um, cloning is them because it's expensive. <laughs> I, I,
1: I can't even hear the word cloning without but, laughing.
2: But, I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay, go but on. Being, but being cloned... Is hooey. So like (laughs) people haven't been cloned.
1: Are you saying the dogs are hooey?
2: Yeah, the dogs, these new dogs, like Dolly and Brawly, like who are the like Sammy's like clones. They're who's. Because also, like, Sammy is the them of the who. Like, Sammy's the dog that that Barbara loved and wants to remember. These new dogs that are just like her DNA copies, they're just who's. She can't even tell them apart. She had to put like, like, I think one's named Miss Scarlet and one's named Miss Violet. And she had to put like handkerchiefs on them because she like didn't, oh, she couldn't tell them apart.
1: I'm trying to think of who, what was the, the first, the clone sheep, Dolly? Dolly. What was the, what was her, the, the clone's name? Because maybe that proves your point because I don't remember Dolly's clone's name. No,
2: it's just the clone, the cloning. No, getting cloned is hooey. Dolly's a who.
1: Dolly's, dolly's a them a, no dolly's a them she's a she them was, of, of no clones. she was the original right
2: okay so you're saying that sammy i'm saying okay, I'm, so I'm, sammy's I'm backing the them. you up i'm backing sammy's you up. the them and then violet and miss scarlet are the,
1: <laughs> the yeah
2: it's not funny but like when sammy died
1: barbara's oh dog, wait no dolly like, is the clone okay so dolly's a who dolly was the first clone produced from a cell taken from an adult mammal okay well then what we don't know
2: we don't know her name
1: we don't know her name. Also, yeah, I never forget it was named after Dolly Parton. Can I read the the cover line on Variety for the yeah. Barbara Barbara Streisand? thing? did you see this? It's the. I mean, the, I
2: read the whole thing like four times. The Variety
1: so Oscars twenty eighteen special issue. It says, um, "Hello, gorgeous! Hello, gorgeous!" Um, fifty years after winning the Oscar for Funny Girl, the legendary Barbara Streisand reveals her thoughts on the hashtag MeToo movement. The persistent plight of female directors, the idiocy of Trump, and why she cloned her dog.
2: <laughs> to put the dog cloning on the cover, did you notice they also, this is my favorite thing of what they did, is they had the cover story, just like what they had. Then they did an offshoot article where the headline was just,
1: Barbara got her dogs cloned. Because they realized that was the the, the meat and potatoes.
2: That's, that's the lead. You buried the lead because you had to, but that was the lead. So yeah. like Barbara's cloned dogs were like truly the, the best. They were art.
1: like, she's talking about so many things that have like cultural weight. Like we can't lead with what we know is going to be the viral hit. But, but like, let's, we can do. Let's, <laughs> let's make another story about it. We can clone this article and call it, <laughs> <laughs> talk about the clones. Enough about, enough about clones.
3: And this is a coton. And my husband saw how I love this little dog that my friend had and he bought it for me for our fifth anniversary. Oh. And she's a girl. And <laughs> She's a girl named Samantha after Sammy. Oh. So she's my new little girl, Sammy.
1: An actual an actual question call.
3: Hey guys, um, I just
4: listened to the episode from Monday about the Oscars and at the end you said, please call about the Oscars. So I'm here to ask about Bria V I don't know, Bria, the last name says the V from the Floor Project. She's the mom. Um, yes, actually, I did call in about this last week, but I really, really want you to talk about her because I am so curious. Like, I started following her on Instagram, and she's, like, doing Gucci fashion shows. And, like, I don't know, is she even a good actor? It seems like she just played herself. I'm personally obsessed with her. Um, do you think she'll ever become a Vim? Um, Yeah, and can you just, like, find the – Instagram post that like she got discovered from because I need to know more. Okay, thank you so much. Goodbye.
1: She, I mean, this caller said the bulk of it. So she's, um, her name is, uh, gotta pronounce her name right. Her name is Bria Venithi, according to an interview that I saw with her, where the guy, where the woman says her name. It's very cool. We talked about Sean Baker on.
2: We did, oh, on, on the, the Oscars. Oscars episode. Yeah.
1: About how she he finds these amateur actors well people who aren't actors at all and then he cast yeah, them just for his movies people. yeah so he found Bria on Instagram because she was sort of like had a little like a, a small cult following on Instagram she's like very cool lives in Miami uh she lived in New York for a while but she says that she just started her Instagram in an interview that I watched she started her Instagram just to keep in touch with her friends in New York when she moved to Florida and she was like, I'm just going to do this fun thing. She's not on any other social media platform. She's just like, Instagram is the funnest one. So I'm going to use that. Which is like, true. I get it. I get why you choose Instagram. And then I guess through Explore, somehow Sean Baker saw her on Instagram. I couldn't find the actual one that he saw. I looked to find like which one it was in particular that he, he noticed. He
2: saw one Instagram.
1: Yeah. But he, he DM'd her and said, will you audition? And she said, okay, fine. And then she got the I mean, the this guy's,
2: like, incredible. I mean, his Tangerine was cast like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I also compare this, he didn't do this movie, but to American Honey. It's, like, these people who are able to find, like, raw talent for, like, a look and a vibe and then somehow they act a full movie and you're, you're convinced by how, much of a good fit it is, even if yeah. maybe they're not the best actor. It almost doesn't matter at that point. This happened with, that's why we have Sasha, what's her name? Sasha, like, hmm. The actress from American Honey, who's now starring in like Sundance movies. Oh yeah, I
1: don't remember what her name is. But she yeah. like
2: happened to be a good actress, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm con- I'm actually con- like very uh, I'm gonna I'm looking forward to seeing if she is. But it's mm-hmm. but this is one of those situations, especially with kids. This happens with kids a lot.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. So she's very cool. She has a uh, a weed business. Like not she doesn't sell weed. She sells like weed paraphernalia. She sells weed merchandise that I guess is sort of popular. I didn't know about it before reading about her, but I think it sort of paid the bills before she got this job. It's a very likable, charming stage for any actor when they're brand new, they're very green, and they're still overcome by just how cool it is to be in Hollywood and to be in demand. So her interviews Mm -hmm. are very sweet. She's very humble. Um, You watch it thinking, God, I hope she doesn't turn out to be a monster like you do with anyone who's at this stage of a, of their career. Right. But there's no way of knowing. She's going to be in Harmony Corinne's next movie, which is like, yikes. Um, okay, but also like that. perfect
2: casting for whatever. I yeah. mean, he... It's funny because he... It feels like he's the kind of person that would try and cast people in this way, but maybe he's not yeah. good enough to see... Th- but this is like... his. This is secondhand that. Yeah,
1: I feel like Sean Baker is is very much like Harmony Corinne. with, like, an upgrade, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Less exploitative, you know? Sure, Uh, yes. More humanistic, Harmony Corrine.
2: A while ago, you might have heard of her because she was rumored to be dating Drake, because she was seen out with Drake, and then she had to be like, no, Drake's just like my friend, which makes sense, because she's in Miami, and she does a weed business, so it's like, okay, whatever. Like, she probably met Drake somewhere, and I I believe that they're friends. That's fine. But I believe that they're friends. She was in the news for that, is what I'm saying. Like, Mm -hmm. she...
1: You know, there's like, some And we didn't talk about, about, about it. her all either.
2: Bria. I started ghosting about three years ago. Sometimes I ghost in real life. It happens mostly on dates when I'm just not feeling the vibe. I say I'm going to the bathroom or I have an emergency and I just don't come back. There's so many people who portray themselves online to be this one type of person and then you meet them and you're like,
0: very slight catfish, you know? And like, someone shows up and it's them, but like, all their pictures are taken at an angle or they look like their crusty, long-lost twin. Hi, Who Weekly.
4: First time, long time. I'm just calling because I'm wondering, who is Rachel McAdams' baby daddy? Like, who is that? All right, thanks. Bye.
1: He's a screenwriter. Are we sure? Positive. He wrote Dear John, that Nicholas Sparks movie. Oh, he wrote huh? We Are Marshall. The, like, he helped follow write up Money,
2: Money Monster, 10 Years, that weird uh, high school reunion movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, he wrote Money Monster? I didn't see that. He wrote Money Monster? Or he helped write it. That movie was bad. Did you see Money Monster? Yeah, it was bad. Oh my God, yikes. Anyway, so this is her This is her boyfriend.
2: He apparently previously dated Zoe Deschanel from 2014 to 2016. Yeah, that's the fact that's in
1: every story about him. So first of all, Rachel McAdams has not confirmed her pregnancy, but she's apparently seven months pregnant. Second of all, Rachel McAdams has not confirmed that this guy got her pregnant, but everyone's putting two and two together because they were dating as recently as last fall. But Rachel McAdams,
2: I just love that it's like she hasn't confirmed she's pregnant. She hasn't confirmed who she's dating, but here is yeah. what we know. <laughs> but here's what we know. <laughs> she's pregnant and dating this guy. Also, she's promoting last... <laughs> Game Night,
1: but hasn't been in interviews, which is really funny. And Game Night is doing really well. So like, so maybe she's, that's she's why she's in hiding. You know, like that's she... why. Yeah. People think that she, she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. She's not doing the, the, the typical like Rickama that goes I mean, with I hate
2: to say this, but either she's pregnant or has a drug problem. Like there's two reasons why she's not promoting that movie. Or right. she's dead. And she's we're not dead. saying
1: that she has a drug problem. We're just saying that. No, you
2: know. not at all. I'm just saying there are two reasons and that's a more reasonable reason. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's been <laughs> especially if it's been like kind of out there, like
1: yeah. people have people are people saying, put Oh, I there. saw her I saw her at a restaurant in like Nashville or and Atlanta she's pregnant. or something. And she's so pregnant. She's so pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um it's really funny to me that like the trajectory that people take sometimes where it's like oh they have flings with hot young stars like Ryan Gosling like her then she moved on to Josh Lucas which is kind of like like you know budget Bradley Cooper um the
2: same thing but like diet
1: yeah like although is it really diet I, I called him budget Bradley Cooper I think he was Bradley Cooper 1.0 and then he didn't hit, and then they got like yeah, the world got Bradley Cooper. And then He wasn't we budget, accepted. Yeah. he's not budget, he's not budget. He was he just was the just one that did
2: early Cooper. Yeah. He
1: was too early.
2: Here's the example of, of Josh Lucas like, people always think of Sweet Home Alabama, they always think it was Matthew McConaughey that was in that movie with her. Like, they think of someone else, they're like, yeah. Oh, wasn't that like, oh, she was in that with like. You know, Bradley Cooper. Like she was it's like no people that was love Josh Speed Lucas. From Alabama too. But but people don't remember Josh Lucas. Yes. Like Josh Lucas is like a big a big cutout hole in the memory of that movie mm-hmm. that people have, you That's know.
1: It's true. Yeah. Um after Josh Lucas she dated Michael Sheen and people stand for that relationship because I he was like older and British and different that. and it was like Fun, he seemed fun and had like a fun also, dating history. Also, after her,
2: he dated well, he Sarah also, Silverman. He, yeah, and they had they were the cutest couple. And he was yeah. married to Kate Beckinsale, who's like so funny on Instagram. I really like people. I love think him. he he must be so
1: cool. Yeah. So now hot. that she's dating, oh, she dated my favorite thing in this e-slide show about her dating history is this guy. Just one month, May 2014. <laughs> All the other ones were like several years or at least months. Yeah, this one yeah. is just May 2014. In another private romance, Rachel McAdams and Canadian music manager Patrick Sandbrook surfaced in Toronto, where they were spotted kissing on the lips. I love <laughs> the
2: idea of them servicing in Toronto, like they just like t- the two of them, like Like, they bubbled up, up in a submarine. Yeah, like they <laughs> submarine. Yeah, they, they both like came on shore like briefly in Canada and were like, and then like went back into the water. They go back
1: down. <laughs> they go back down. They <laughs> get back in it's their like the thing shape of like, water. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like then she bubbles up
1: she bubbles up with michael sheen and she's like hello i'm back
2: another little t- another little kiss and then back into the <laughs>
1: relief really? submarine i just love canadian music manager what is that what a good what a good title
2: also like this guy you know when you google his name it's like he has no actual information just <laughs> all of these like rachel mcadams hit relationship history
1: things anyway we're we're losing track of things What's new? It's a very typical trajectory, or at least the precedent is Julia Roberts, the iconic one, where you date a lot of like hot young things and movie people, and then you settle down with the crew member. <laughs> you settle <laughs> right. down with well, the it's screenwriter. Like,
2: well, it's like, okay, so clearly, I mean, I don't know how she met Michael Sheen or Josh Luke. Probably on the set of movies is what I'm saying. She yeah. met, like, Ryan Gosling it's a big one, but it's like, clearly... A lot of actors and actresses, and I totally understand this because you're like kissing up on everyone, like find love on movie sets because it's just easier to do it. It's like hooking up with a coworker. It's normal, right? Mm-hmm. It just happens to be sometimes it's a famous mm-hmm. person. So usually the hot people go for the hot people. But mm-hmm. then as you get older, you realize it's like you don't want to date the hot people anymore because it's like whatever. You end up just dating the crew. So it's like, OK, who's next? And it's like the writers, the camera people, the cinematographer, whatever. Look at, um. anyways, it's clear, it's clear that that. That's what happened,
1: right? Yeah. Must be. So that's who he is. He's yeah. someone. But all again, maybe she's not pregnant, and maybe they're not dating. So <laughs> 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 Caveat. Asterisk. Okay, next so if fall. that's all
2: not true, then just, like, ignore this entire segment. Bye.
0: Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I'm calling because I saw this article in the Daily Mail last night about the Sarah Jessica Parker-Kim Cattrall feud, which... Like, it's never going to go away. And they said that the guy who played Kim Control is like, hot, as the Daily Mail called him, her toy boy, which I thought it was boy toy, but I don't know, maybe the U.K. says toy boy. Um, I honestly can't remember his name in real life or on the show. Is it Smith? I don't know. Um, but anyway, I guess he was asked about the feud, and he said he is fully on SJP's side and has nothing nice to say about Kim Cattrall, which really pisses me off. Well, I don't know if it pisses me off, but it bothers me, because I also am on Kim Cattrall's side 100%. I don't know. Are they, like, scheming? Would he even still talk to Sarah Jessica Parker? Did she pay him to say that? I don't know. Um, But anyway, uh, happy Friday. Good form, Bella Thorne.
1: Bye. This caller is right. This story, we keep wanting this story to go away and it will not go away. It's never going
2: anywhere to the point where today Bobby was like, I think they're going to make the movie. Like, it's breaking him down.
1: I think they're just going to, I think it's like, I think maybe people are realizing that like people do care and they can make this. And I feel like this this (laughs) narrative is going to end with Kim Cattrall being like, Fuck it! I'm gonna be in this movie. I'm gonna ask no, for a huge payday and be think in this so. movie.
2: Okay, here's here's my I'm putting on my detective's hat to you, caller. Like I understand where you're coming from, but let's just let's just think. Why would Smith Jared, the person you only know from Sex and City and no other shows and movies, even mm-hmm. though I know he does other stuff, but we don't know him from anything else. No. Why would this actor go against the possible million dollar payday? I don't know if he's making a million dollars, but you know what I mean—the payday mm-hmm. that he would receive from this movie. Why would he say I'm team? Don't want to make money. Like he would never. He
1: would never. I I I get that argument, but also he's not. They broke up. He's not in the no, the story anymore.
2: They always shoehorn old cameos in. If they like made this movie, they'd figure out a way to put him in there. I'm. I just feel like it's. It's not smart, like money wise, to go against Sarah Jessica Parker. No. Who's more powerful in this situation? I know that Sarah's getting dragged, but she's still more powerful than Kim Cattrall. Mm-hmm. Like all. Cynthia it, all Nixon said was hanging out
1: with her a couple days ago. There was a really funny page six headline that was like, "Cynthia Nixon hangs out with Sarah Jessica Parker amid Kim Cattrall feud." <laughs> amid.
2: I mean, what's funny is like that's funny because LOL, but also. Don't you think they talked about that? Of course they talked about yeah. that.
1: The whole time. It's sad because the the death in Kim's family really sours this whole thing. It makes it hard to have a lot of fun with it because she's she's not yes. really in the position to defend herself because of mourning, you know? Like she's not in the mood. And meanwhile this is all going on yeah. without her. Um and everyone's everyone's being asked about it, so they're just like Even though Kim Cattrall isn't talking, everyone's being asked about it and everyone's on Team SJP because they're scared of being on her bad side, I guess. Or maybe something horrendous did happen on set and everyone does hate Kim Cattrall for a good reason. I don't know. But it does, to everyone's credit, it does seem like people don't really want to talk about it. Like, did you see the video of Chris Noth being asked about it and he just rolls up his window? he was like, no comments. (laughs) He rolls up his window like Rihanna in that gif.
2: Well, I feel like Chris Noth has been dragged through this entire thing for way too long. I
1: mean, yeah. Um, yeah. The last thing I wanted to say is his his name is Jason Lewis. Um, oh, but thanks. But this, <laughs> thank the you. The line, the line, is really funny. So when he's being interviewed, because he's in like, um, he's in that show. What's that show that he's in right now? I, About I, like, like Texas. Like... Whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh, we did show about Texas. No, he he's not a wake up. It's called like oh. Mystery Texas. It's about Texas. No. Whatever. Okay. He was asked about this feud and he goes, If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And then the person <laughs> kept asking him. And they were like, no, 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 like, tell us more. And then he ends up saying something. So it's just like, Smith, he says, listen, I would have to say that Sarah was always just so lovely and such a consummate professional. And I think people should remember their graciousness and the things that they have been, give- that have been given to them. And I'm going to stop there because I've got nothing good to so say. So he's,
2: like, against Kim.
1: Yeah. It's just like, he's not mincing words. These people aren't being subtle about their hatred for this woman. I still think I'm still it's just, team Kim. Whether or not she was the bad person in the situation, it's unfair to do this when she's dealing with a dead brother.
2: It's also just like her being difficult on set or whatever or being more picky on set or whatever for many years has nothing to do with like this right now because it's just she says no. She said no for many reasons, not just. Do you, yeah. know, do you know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. In my mind, those two things are not related at all, and I feel like him saying, "You've been given this gift." Maybe he think maybe he considers it a gift that he's been given. Like it definitely (laughs) was for him, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Like Kim Cattrall clearly doesn't doesn't need the gift anymore or Mm -hmm. whatever, so she's allowed to say no, no thank you or whatever. So it's just it's just funny. It's fun. Next call. Yeah, please, please.
4: Hi, who weekly service? I'm little tired. Just took some Benadryl. Um, I'm seeing this Us Weekly article about Josh Dumel dating Isa Gonzalez. Um, the article doesn't give any details about her though, other than that she was previously linked to businessman Pepe Diaz and actor Liam Hemsworth. Um, yeah, that though, nothing. So who is Aiza Gonzalez? Thanks so much. Good form, Bella Thorne.
1: Aiza Gonzalez is maybe Josh DeMal's new girlfriend. Maybe they met at the Grammys. I think like, it's
2: he... Aiza. Her Instagram has a pronunciation guide on it, which is uh, funny.
1: Uh, but she is an actress. And she's also, my favorite thing, a Neutrogena brand ambassador. She literally looks like everyone else. Uh- <laughs>
2: <laughs> she reminds me of, like, Olivia Culpo. Like, she... Okay. I know they they don't really look alike, but they both look like the template of a woman.
1: Of a I woman. I was just saying, you're just... She reminds me of someone else who looks like everyone else.
2: Who else? Who does she remind you no, of? No,
1: I'm saying she, you use the other person who looks like everyone else. She yeah, reminds me of Olivia Culpo.
2: She's Olivia Culpo. Like, she just looks so, ba- like, basic to the point where when they, when they were like... Oh, she was in Baby Driver. I was like, who? And there's only one girl
1: in Baby Driver, you know, aside from the she, main girl. She's she's John Hamm's girlfriend in it.
2: I know, but it took me 20 minutes because I was like, who's that? I didn't remember that woman. She was just like a woman. So she, she was didn't... in
1: Baby Driver. It was a significant role. It was I a guess. significant role. Oh, God, I hate that noise. It was a significant yeah. role. She um, may... Again, again, she may not be dating Josh Demille at all, but apparently they are. I mean, they, they
2: were are. spotted together, like, twice, I guess. They were spotted I together. I don't understand how, like, Josh Duhamel is becoming, like, this, this, like, person that we talk about now. How I mean, did he this had happen?
1: Two, he had two headlines on Us Weekly this morning. One of them was about how he's convinced he knows who killed Tupac. Well, because the he's other one was that, that he Tupac,
2: cu- Tupac movie. And the other
1: one was that he so. caught a mouse in the Today Show green room. So
2: literally, like,
1: he's getting he, too much. And I, we shouldn't I, be li- giving him this.
2: Right after he was North Dakota, he got the he was started promoting the show where he's gonna figure out who killed Tupac and Biggie or something. And now he's promoting that show so he's everywhere. It's like this bad cycle. We like hopped on the cycle somehow. We're on the
1: cycle. And now AISA is like Getting on his gravy train and getting stories on Pop Sugar called "Who Is Aisa Gonzalez?" Where number twelve is she's a Neutrogena brand ambassador, and number thirteen hey, is number thirteen is she feels most beautiful when she skips makeup.
2: What, that's not a, that's not really
1: in the contract, is it? No, no, <laughs> no, no. It's not in the contract. The next thing I want to say is that every celebrity who's sort of in the middle of their career and is sort of looking for not necessarily a comeback because that's too dramatic but maybe like a career defibrillation perhaps um, should become the spokesperson for a state because that's clearly the new gateway towards bigger yeah stuff. i mean find a state that doesn't have a good spawn like a, a good well you have to be from there do you? i guess that's true <laughs> if you are from an underrepresented state, contact their tourism board, and make a deal. Because it is the way that you can make become more famous. What if I became Texas Bond? What if I was just like the spokesperson for Texas? Yeah, but there what would are it do people, to this podcast?
2: But there are people who are more qualified than you. I think I'm more qualified for Massachusetts because all of the Massachusetts people are bad. Like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg, they're all bad. Like I need, I can, yeah, I could be better. I'm you not could problematic better, at all. Uh, a better image. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like we don't need those people. We you need, don't need like, the Wahlbergs
1: me. or the bo- or yeah. the uh, or the Afflecks.
2: Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, you're you're from Boston, like you, that, at, like eating clam chowder." I'm like, "I'm from Newton, Massachusetts. Like, we represent."
1: Like, <laughs> okay, Lindsay. Last time I went to your house, your mom served me clam chowder, so. <laughs> maybe hold off on that. It's because
2: I told her to get the clam chowder so we do not have to go to legals, all right? I'm just saying, the moment I walked into your house,
1: your mom was like, clam chowder's almost ready. (laughs) So.
2: My house is made from a bread bowl of clam chowder, the house I grew up in.
1: And then your dad, and then another thing, your dad was like, can I make you some coffee? And you were like, no, we just went to Dunkin'. So,
2: well, that's. I mean, that's. I mean, just
1: don't try to act like you're not exact. Like you're, you're a living, breathing Massachusetts stereotype. You just happen to not be an Affleck.
2: <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> Maybe I am.
1: Uh, do we want to do this quest love call, or are we out of time?
2: We can do this. We can do this next time. We can move it on. It's funny. It's, it's, um, it's kind of
1: so. That's the end, right?
2: <sighs> yeah. I. I've to God. Hold on. Oh my God. Sorry. Um. That's the end. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for. With all your stuff. Thank you for calling about Josh Duhamel again.
1: I'm so keep calling about Josh Duhamel. Honestly, Tumall. we just broke our... We broke our rule in the same episode. We began the episode by saying we cannot talk about someone for more than three episodes. And we ended it with a long conversation about <laughs> Josh Duhamel. I mean, it's who just has been funny. part of this show for... The better part of two months.
2: I want you guys to call in and like bring us new people. Like I want you to, oh, I want right. you to expose yeah. me it to new anchored. people. History Not was to anchored to a new woman. Not to call about fucking Josh Dum Dumal and uh, BB Rexa and Lori Lachlan. Like I know about those people. Call, give me new people.
1: And now we have Aisa, so that's good. Aisa. Aisa, that's good.
2: Great. Um, and Smith Jared. And Smith <laughs> Jere- Jere- What's his we name? Know his name. J- Jason Jeremy Lewis. Lewis. Jeremy Jason Lewis. Lewis. No, that's the name. No, Jason Lewis. It's Jason Lewis. It's Jason Lewis. Thanks for calling. um, I got to say one last thing. The really funny
1: thing is if you Google Jason Lewis, what? He definitely gets the Who treatment in this website, Flare, which I've never heard of. All caps, Flare. Uh And and the headline is This Sex in the City actor just took SJP's side in the ongoing feud. He doesn't even get a name, he just gets This Sex in the City actor. Is it Harry? Is it Steve? Is it Aiden? Is it Burger? I mean,
2: I'm sorry. Name any of those actors' names right now, off the top of your head. His name, name doesn't even. Uh, no, you uh, name uh, them. Name any okay. of those Harry Boyfriends. Steve, I couldn't
1: tell you. Aiden, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. J- James, Jason, John Corbett. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Berger okay. is the guy from Office Space. It's uh, what's his name? Ron.
2: Ron. Not Howard.
1: Ron. Oh, my God. Ron.
2: Ron. Wait, do you
1: know what it is? Parker. I will after
2: I Google it. Ron. Oh, wait. It's Ron L- 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 Livingston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Do you know that he's married to Rosemary DeWitt? Anyways.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Honestly, you know what? That would be a really good name. Where what? you where you give the name of this iconic character and the person has the name the actor, but you oh, can a good sound game. it. But you can sound it out to them. Hey, copywriter
1: from earlier, call in and give us a name for the game. No, but the
2: idea is as the you have a minute, but when you get to but when you get to thirty seconds, you get to start sounding out the name for them.
1: <laughs> it's called. I sound like that it game. Out. Yeah. Also, Rosemary DeWitt, her first husband was Chris Messina. Okay, this and is- then she dumped him, and then she married Ron Livingston.
2: This is so fucking out
1: of control. Rosemary DeWitt getting married. Remember when she was Rachel getting married? I honestly hate you. Oh my God, we have to end you. this. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs> have a great weekend. Uh, yummy pops Garjo.
2: No, you, goodbye. <laughs> Bye, goodbye, goodbye.
3: You will trail yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They want to know.
1: It. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new series Life Sentence, premiering Wednesday, March 7th at 9 8 Central only on the CW.
4: Who's the star? Lucy Hale. Who see Hale? Exactly. So I don't know if this is Huey or Zemi, but I just looked at Katie Holmes' Instagram and she put up a throwback Thursday with James Vanderbeek and she did a hashtag James Vanderbeek. So I was like, well, that's interesting because he has a pretty popular Instagram. So I looked, and Katie Holmes and James Vanderbeek don't follow each other on Instagram. And I just thought that was very interesting, and I really want to know why. Bye. Good form, Bella Thorne. Okay, so I just called about Katie Holmes and James Vanderbeek not following each other on Instagram. Uh, I said he had a pretty popular Instagram upon further inspection. He only has, like, 350,000 followers, so not super popular. I stand corrected. But then I just thought of this other thing where she hashtagged him, which is so weird because even if they're not following each other, she should still know that he exists and should still at him, and she added somebody else instead of him. So it's weird that she added, added one person and only hashtagged him. So it just seems a little bit shady
0: and now I really wanna know what's going on. Thank you, bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.